Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. How is Chicago's Asian-American community reacting to the mass shooting at a Lunar New Year celebration in California? I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Eleven people were killed and nine injured when a gunman opened fire at a celebration at a dance studio in Monterey Park Saturday. It's rattled Asian-Americans across the country as New Year festivities continue. To discuss how the shooting is affecting people in Chicago and Lunar New Year events in our area, we turn to Tuan Nguyen, owner and founder of Viet Five. That's a Vietnamese coffee shop in the West Loop. And Van Huynh, executive director of the Vietnamese Association of Illinois. Van, we'll start with you. Incidents of anti-Asian hate continue since the surge we saw in 2020. And while the shooter in Monterey was an Asian man, he targeted the Asian-American community. So what's going through your mind as you reflect on the mass shooting and the overall climate right now? Yeah, I think when initial reports came out about a mass shooting, you know, my reaction was that there was, you know, some racist, white supremacist agenda being carried out, because I think that's what we've seen in the past um, in a lot of people of color gatherings in particular. Um, I think to hear that it's someone from your own community triggers all these other additional layers to it around the trauma that Southeast Asian Americans face, um, you know, as war refugees coming into the to the U.S., and also just the lack of services that are available to be able to address these issues. Um, in my initial conversations with a lot of local organizations, you know, we talk about the gender-based violence in our community, the gun violence that also exists, all of this coupled with the anti-Asian sentiment um, and violence that has just um, permeated throughout our community, mm-hmm. all of these additional layers to it. Um, on a personal level, you know, as a Vietnamese-American person myself, this person is also Vietnamese-American, um, definitely triggered a lot of difficult feelings around being a survivor of domestic violence in my own experiences. Um, and what that means to have intercommunity conversations around what this means um, and to go through a healing process. I think it oftentimes just triggers a lot of trauma in our community when violence gets carried out in any way, but particularly when it's an intercommunity incident that's happening. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Tuan, where were you when you heard the news? Um, and earlier in that day, we had our own Lunar New Year celebration with the Lion Dance and bringing the community together up to West Loop. Uh, and then once once you hear that, I mean, really just sending out our condolences and, and prayers to the families and loved ones uh, there, uh, and also the previous um, the since after that 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 had happened. Um, I think for us, I mean, it's it's definitely sadness, right? But you have to have empathy, uh, thinking about our community. I, as myself, I'm a refugee from Vietnam. Okay, um, we're we're both people from Vietnam coming over here, knowing that the Lunar New Year is a, is a moment. The, the first of the year where we, where we reset with renewed hope each and every year. And we wish each other uh, prosperity, love and happiness, you know, and good fortune throughout the whole year. It's a joyous occasion for a communal gathering. And then for something to happen like that, it's a sacred event and a sacred moment. And every, uh, you know, everyone that recognizes the Lunar New Year, it's so sacred to all of us because it's a family celebration And for that to happen, uh, almost, you know, you think about, oh, my gosh, it's a shock to be able to think that. 
But then, you know, of course, to hear that it is someone from the community, it's it's more of a, a, the shock, the hurt, um, yeah. knowing that those things happen. But we really, uh, for me, that's an issue of humanity as well. Like somehow in a moment of celebration, we've lost ourselves in in all of that. And to be able to act out in that kind of um, action, yeah. you know, the evil, in a sense, in a moment of celebration and joy that once a year that we hold so dear and sacred to. As a business owner, does it bring up additional safety concerns for you? Uh, for me personally, I really do uh, want to care the safety for our, our, our community and the customers. Uh, yes, you know, as as Asian-owned business owner in the city, in general, I have to have that in the back of my mind, right? But I don't let fear hold us back from continuing to build community and celebrate our culture and bringing uh, our neighbors together to celebrate uh, this, you know, joyous occasion. So, but I do have that in the back of my mind as a yeah. business owner, but it's not the the main thing that I want to focus on. Well, Van, as, as Tuan was was talking about the, the celebrations there, did, did some of that sound familiar? What, what does Lunar New Year mean to you? Yeah, um, Sunday, I think when the, the event was carried out, I was also at Temple, um, you know, because usually it is, it's a family gathering, you're at Temple, you're at churches, it's really a great way to connect with the community. Um, yeah, so my new Lunar New Year celebration was really just about connecting with friends and family, mm-hmm. being able to um, have well wishes for each other. Um, I think something that, that Dwayne pointed out is also that the it's the first day of the year, so there's a lot of emphasis on starting the year right. Yeah. Um, so I think an incident like this just Does has, it change anything for you? It, it does. I mean, it's. It, I think um, in your introduction, you talked about how the, it's created the shadow over these events. Um, and at the Vietnamese Association, even from the summer, when we were seeing a lot of anti-Asian violence and sentiments being carried out, what we were hearing from folks was that, like, they didn't want to come into our office for services. They didn't even want to walk outside. And so I'm, th- I'm thinking now, what is this experience going to mean for these folks um, wanting to carry out celebration, right? Because these are public gatherings. Right. Um, at the Vietnamese Association, we have our annual Lunar New Year dinner coming up, for example. That's going to be on February 11th. Okay. About 400 people come out to those things, you know. And so if we're talking about these public gatherings and what this event um you know, the implication that this event has for future public gatherings. And we want to be able to come together as a community, you know. Are you, what are the conversations looking like right now as you plan this event? Are you concerned about safety? Yeah, yeah, we are. And, you know, I think safety is on top of everyone's minds. Um, We're making calls to folks to make sure that we're able to reassure them um, that, yeah, we have their safety in mind. And I think we also are trying to be innovative and mindful about what safety looks like in our community. That isn't about escalating violence. And I think, you know, the example of the person um, being able to disarm the gunman, for example, and to be able to de-escalate situations. Um, we don't know, right, the range of things that are going to come out on, at right. these events because with 400 people, um, it could be an interpersonal matter that plays out. Well, and so, the, the yeah. Chicago Police Department said that it would be increasing its, its presence at upcoming Lunar New Year celebrations around the city. What do you think about that? Yeah, I have concerns about that. I think that what we have seen over the summer when there was, uh, you know, rising anti-Asian violence and hate was that the the more police presence actually created more tension in our community. Um, you know, I walked around Argyle, the uptown area where there's a large Vietnamese American 
um, and also like the black community living side by side together. And what we saw was just a lot of tension, you know, people yelling at each other back and forth. And as a community organization, really stepping into that role to de-escalate situations, to be able to have conversations with people as to why these events are taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think to do the long term work of really engaging with our community around what are the root causes to these issues and to really address it that way and not be so reactionary. And so these are conversations that we're also having um, with the city of Chicago and the police department around ways to not escalate situations, um, just because I don't know what's going to happen at these events, um, but wanting to make sure that people feel safe yeah. and not further re-traumatize folks, um, you know, coming to, to celebrate. Good point. Yeah. And and <clears throat> let's stick with the celebration because that is yeah. the backdrop here, right? Yes. This is this is a This is a good time. Yeah. This is supposed to be a good time. Yeah. Um, Tuan, talk about the differences in, in celebrations, because I know um, Chinese folks celebrate differently. You're Vietnamese. Yeah. What does it look like for you? How do you market? Uh, the differences, I, I, I think there's a lot more similarities than differences. Okay. Right? The celebrations are, are still a, uh, a community experience. Our communities coming together, families, gatherings. Our foods might be different. Okay. But, you know, you still have the same traditionals and superstitions. Uh, so there's there's a lot of superstitions and traditions, but at the end of the at the at at the wholeness of it, it's really us coming together, uh, from close friends to relatives to loved ones to our neighbors. Um, the kids definitely benefit the most because they make a lot of money off during money. New Year's. And you got to, you know? you, you, I can't let you get away without sharing some of those superstitions. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, don't the, the don't clean, sweep the, the house. Cleaning? Yeah, the cleaning is it. a big thing, tradition. <laughs> you know, you don't want to. Don't you, take out the trash. I think Don't wash before. your hair the first day, <laughs> which is, I have to, you have to do that. Uh, but really a lot of that because it's the beginning of the year, you get this renewed hope. No matter how bad your year is, when the Lunar New Year come around, you are excited about the new coming year. That, and you, you come into it with, with aspirations of that this year is going to be so much better than last year. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you also want to send blessings to those around you and those that, they, you know, yeah. that gather. And it's really about that, that sharing that love and blessing in the new year. And that's the one day of the year. I mean, we celebrate for 10 days mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. It's really, you know, that, that forecast the, the rest of the year in a good light, yeah. you know. So, And we want to keep it with, you know, in that same kind of sentiment throughout the year when we think about Lunar New Year because it is a sacred holiday for, uh, yeah. for most of us. Yeah. I'll give the last word to you, Vaughn. What do you want people listening to know about this holiday? Yeah, I think it's um, it's a huge holiday. I actually just came back from Vietnam and just seeing all the prep work leading up to it. Um, and just, yeah, how joyous it is and wanting the same experience for our Vietnamese American community here is to be able to root ourselves in community, in family, to know that even in the hardest times, we want to come together. Yeah. And you find, you know, you grief with your family, you grief with your community, but also you celebrate together knowing that we're going to come out stronger on the other side of this. Von Huynh is the executive director of the Vietnamese Association of Illinois, and Tuan Nguyen is the owner and founder of Viet Five. That's a Vietnamese coffee shop here in the West Loop. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Chúc mừng năm mới. Now let's continue the discussion with Alderwoman Nicole Lee of the 11th Ward, which includes parts of Chinatown, and Stephanie Forrester, chair of the Uptown Chamber of Commerce. Alderwoman, Chicago officials have announced that Lunar New Year celebrations will see increased police patrols following the mass shooting outside of Los Angeles. What do you think? Is that a good step? 
Uh, so I would like to say that uh, planning was in place uh, for some time. We actually had a meeting last week before any of the shootings happened uh, with the Ninth District Police and city agencies and parade organizers about just safety and security overall. Um, I do understand that there's going to be uh, an increased presence uh, by the by the Chicago Police Department and that the parade organizers also have private security um, I think we have to be prepared for the worst um, and hope for the best. And we really, we can't live in fear of gathering together. So um, I do believe that uh, this is going to be something that, uh, that will be helpful in terms of people feeling good about coming uh, to the community for our parade on Sunday. Yeah. What's the mood uh, among your constituents in, in Chinatown right now? I think we're all still kind of making sense of it all. I mean, it was one thing for the, the shooting in Monterey to happen. Uh, I woke up to the news uh, and I heard mass shooting first and foremost. I didn't hear where it was. Then I heard where it was and I know Monterey Park and my heart just sank. Um, you know, I was listening earlier to your other guests and, and I think we all had the same reaction. Um, you know, we were fearing that it was some uh, hate-fueled thing uh, to, to find out later that it was uh, that it was seniors who were attacked um, and killed, and it was uh, perpetrated by uh, by someone from the community. Uh, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. Uh, the thing that I think we we all have to realize too is that this is something that gun violence is a uh, is not something that discriminates at this point. It's very jarring to see it in our own community, and then two days in a row, yeah. I, I feel like we're still kind of reeling from it and, and trying to make sense of it all. Are you getting calls from from folks in your ward? Uh, I am getting calls, um, getting calls about you know what what safety plans are in place, um, what what can we do um, as a community. Uh, you know, one of the things that that we're looking to do right now is uh, to pull together uh, a conversation, a community conversation um, around um, around hate crimes and uh, gun violence, and just I think this is an opportunity to have a conversation really about um, mental health awareness in our community as well. Stephanie, let's bring you in here because you are in the midst of helping to plan the Lunar New Year celebration on Argyle Street in Uptown. So talk to us about what's in store for that. Yeah, well, you know, this celebration is personally one of my favorite celebrations of the year. Um, We have been actually Argyle has been celebrating this event since 1981. Um, and Uptown this year has festivities that kick off at 12 and go until 4. There's family-friendly activities at the public library here and at the Latin School. There's a parade that starts at 1 p.m. And, you know, it's just a wonderful celebration of AAPI community members. There's over, I think, 20 different community groups that participate. There's music. There's the lion dancing. There's lots of different performances. So it's a really lively just a great event with great energy. So will you be ramping up security in any way? Yes, that's already been in the works. There's always um, police presence at this event because it's a free and public event, um, but there will be additional police presence. And, you know, we just want to make sure that everyone feels safe and that they can have a joyful time. We received a, a voicemail from Kevin in Lakeview. Now, he was born and raised in California. And he mentioned how close to home that shooting was for him. I really hope that the Asian community can come together over this and uh, become stronger and more resilient as a result um, and support one another instead of uh, letting something like this divide us. Alderwoman, what do you think of that sentiment? 
Um, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I agree with the you know I, I would out of this tragic event, it would be a really uh, I think wonderful symbol for our community to come together um, to, to really coalesce um, and and be more together as one. Yeah, we talked in the in the previous conversation, Alderwoman, about the fact that um, the perpetrator in this case was also a member of the community and the mixed feeling that that comes with, right? Sometimes a little bit of hurt. What are your thoughts? Um, a- absolutely. Um, absolutely. To see that, I mean, it's, it's always easier to make it somebody else's fault, right? When, but when you have to look at your own um, community, and I, I think that takes a level of, uh, of self-reflection that we're, we're not likely very accustomed to. So, I, you know, while this is uh, a terrible, terrible tragedy, um, I think it we we can turn this around by making it an opportunity uh, to raise awareness for mental health issues uh, within our community and to have these conversations. It's a rather taboo thing in Asian culture, um, you know, to to even you know acknowledge that you might have a, a struggle with something like depression or anxiety. Yeah. Um, so I think the the ability to spot some of those things in our community. Um, would be a wonderful muscle to build. Um, and, and that is going to require us thinking a little bit differently about what community means. Stephanie, what are, what are your thoughts? Do you uh, agree with Kevin's sentiment there that this should bring some more resilience within the community? Yeah, I really do agree with that sentiment. I think, you know, this community has been through a lot, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, it, it was we were all just so excited to be in the parade last year. And so then to hear this horrible news, these multiple tragedies happening at the same time of the Lunar New Year celebration happening, it's really sad. But I also know that, you know, I talked to some different members, um, board members leading up to this today. And, you know, they all said, like, they really look forward to the parade and they want to come together and be a community and see everybody, you know, so... It's, it is a time where we need to kind of dig a little bit deeper and make sure that we really understand. And, you know, the chamber also is doing a lot of work to, you know, listen to business owners every day and make sure that we, we hear what their concerns are yeah. and do as much as we can to support them. Stephanie Forrester is the chair of the Uptown Chamber of Commerce and Alderwoman Nicole Lee represents the city's 11th ward. Thank you both for joining us and enjoy the celebrations. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason and Brenda Ruiz, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab. For more conversations like this one, subscribe to our podcast. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.